This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. 630 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 630 Chad. start to become part of your game the blocking of shots was that early in your career or did it evolve no it evolved for sure um you know when i got to st louis we started playing a defensive role so i started you know uh doing a little bit more and then when i got to calgary um you know the coaching staff put a very high value on blocking shots bob hartley did so um it was i was in a situation where there's only really two guaranteed spots with jerry down and brody and there's a lot of guys buying for roles and and I felt like if I could do that and bring that to the table, then I could jump into that top four, and fortunately it worked out. That is Chris Russell, and no doubt he has had to adapt to survive, and he's had to be tough to survive because he's uh, played over 900 games in the NHL, 943 playoffs and regular season combined. The regular season mark for blocked shots. Now, to be fair, the stat has only been kept since 2005, but I would argue this is probably that the still the all-time record uh just because of uh, how shots are blocked these days so that all-time mark brent seabrook 1998 chris russell is one blocked shot behind so if he gets two tomorrow in vegas which i would guess he will he becomes the career leader and the gentleman who was asking that question about adapting and making it part of his game our oilers play-by-play voice the one and only cam moon is on the line mooner how are you doing buddy Doing great. How about yourself? I'm doing well. I'm pleased to have you on the show. And uh, I, I was pleased to ask, hear you ask Chris Russell that question. Uh, I mean, talk about a guy you've seen uh, playing for, uh, oh, about the last 18 years uh, since he was a Medicine Hat Tiger, putting up, you know, 61, 69 points in, in uh, some seasons with the Tigers. And he touched on it, probably drafted as more of an offensive defenseman. But you got to change along the way if you want to keep going. Yeah, and, and he has. And Chris is a guy that put up pretty big numbers with the Medicine Hat Tigers as a defenseman and twice over 60 points. He played with the Canadian National Junior Team two different years, so did it as an 18 and 19, which is incredibly impressive. And yeah, he, he's, his game has changed over his time in, in the NHL. He had some you know, decent numbers over the years at the NHL level, but now it's it's more about being really good defensively. Part of that is blocking shots, of which he does quite often so much so that he's two away from the all-time NHL most blocked shots. Which is, I mean, it, it's not like it's been tracked since, you know, the early 50s or anything, but still, it's, it's an incredibly impressive stat. And I love that that's part of Chris's game, that he has 
has changed so that he can stay an NHL player. And that, I mean, it takes a lot of jam to stand in front of some of those shots uh, when you're not wearing goalie gear. So I, 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 I like everything about it. I mean, he was such a, a great player in the WHL. And this is a guy that went to the Western League from playing double-A midget in Innisfail. Like, him and his brother, uh, twin brother Ryan, who who played with the Kootenai Ice, who, you know, went on to, you know, now he's scouting with San Jose, but, you know, played in the, in, uh, in the NHL as well with Columbus. But, I mean, those guys made the jump from, from double-A midget, as it was called at the time, to the Western Hockey League, which is, that's a tremendous jump. A lot of talent there, and, and I love seeing Chris do well. Yeah, so uh, another little storyline for the game tomorrow. Uh, many storylines. Obviously, Vegas doing better. They're they're getting healthier. The Oilers are not overly healthy, so we'll we'll see they stand how they stand up to the Vegas attack. But further uh, tweaking with the lines going on today, and I will be the first to admit, I, I think sometimes we maybe pay a little too much attention to the line combinations because they can change. They can change after the first shift, as Dave Tippett referenced yep. today. And if good teams tend to do well regardless of the line combinations, but I'll, I'll just I'll just break them down here, and then you can tell you you can tell everybody what you saw and heard today in Vegas. McDavid centering Hyman and Cassian, so Cassian stays up there, but Drysital goes to center Nugent Hopkins and Yamamoto, McLeod, Fogel, and Puliyarvi. So they're trying McLeod and Puliyarvi together again, and then Ryan Benson and Sevier. So that's, I guess, what we expect for tomorrow. But uh, tell us what you saw and heard today. Well, yeah, yeah, that was was how it rolled at practice, and my guess is. Uh, the reason it's changed from last game would have everything to do with the matchup against the Vegas Golden Knights. I, I, you know, there was um, it was success for sure uh, last game in the way they rolled out and were able to get the victory against Arizona. But you're playing a different team that looks you know considerably different than than Arizona and a team that's playing really well right now I might add what 11 and 4 in their their last 15 after a slow start where they were 1 and 4 out of the gate they're they're getting healthier as you said uh they're playing very well I know it's going to be a tough test so I I would think that had something to do with it that uh who they're playing and the way they look and the way their lines look and the way their deep bearings look that you, you might want to spread it out a little bit but yeah the the dry sidle mcdavid cassie and trio from a couple of nights ago was was pretty solid <laughs> and you know they and they were the ones that did all the damage so i think i i would think that the the coaching staff just wants to, to at least to begin give them a different look against this uh, vegas club you, know, you haven't played them since october 22nd that was a 5-3 win for edmonton in Vegas, but that was also a game where Miko Koskinen had to be really good. If you recall, 36 saves in that game, and he had to be, especially early. It looked like uh, Vegas had the opportunity to kind of take a huge jump in the game. They did score first, but Miko Koskinen really kept the damage to a minimum. Um, you know, hopefully they start a little better than that. But yeah, it's and it's an Oilers team that right now, you know, on the back end is. 
is, is banged up. So you, it's very likely to see, you know, Philip Broberg just playing in his fourth game, William Lagesson just playing in his second game this season, but, you know, not a, a ton of experience there. And Evan Bouchard's still a really young defenseman. There's, there's not a ton of games under that belt either. So it, it's going to be a great test. I, I, um, I, I'm very interested, very interested to see how this game goes because it's a Vegas team that we expected to be good. Uh, they're they're rolling into form right now, and you know, Edmonton wants to be a top team in the Pacific Division. These are the types of games you got to find ways to win. All right, Leon Dreisaitl chuckling the other night. What well, you think I'm going to score 82 goals? That's not going to happen. <laughs> Uh, but he has 20 and 19. Let, let's not look at the whole season. At what okay. point does uh, does the uh, young and hockey savvy Cam Moon start? At what point will 50 and 50 be a storyline? How like does he have to get to like have 44 and 45? You, you know, yeah. when, when do you actually start thinking like, okay, I'll talk about that? I, I think 40. I think at 40, it's. It's something we can talk about. Until then, uh, I I don't know that that's something that, uh, you know, we need to throw in his face on a daily basis. <laughs> but after 40, we will. I think that's fair. Yeah. What do you think? Like, is it, am I waiting too long or? No, I, or, think, or, I think that's no? fair. If, if we get to 40 games yeah. and he's between... 37 and 43 goals then there's an actual the watch thing. for 50 and yeah. 50 yeah i mean even yeah. even if he gets to i mean even if we get to if he has 35 and 35 it's like well he's 70 percent of the way there right yeah yeah so but yeah certainly if uh it, it, to, to me if if the oilers get to the 40th game or play the 40th game of the season and he has 37 or more goals then I then I think it's a legitimate watch, you know, because for him to score yeah. 13 and 10, you know, all he needs is a hat trick, big night on the power play, and, he, and he's right back in there again. It's fun to talk about. It is. I can't believe he has eight two-goal games this year. Like, they've only played 19 games. He's got eight of them. No, I know. It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. It, it's, it, it, is, it is crazy. So, yeah, he's... He's just been. Uh, he's got a great shot, and and he gets that shot away so quick that it's really difficult to defend if it's a side to side. From the goaltender's point of view, if it's a side to side play, because Leon has that such a quick release, and and he's so good at getting it on net, even if he's at a sharp angle, that uh, it's very difficult to defend. So I think that's what you know. Certainly gives him you know, the opportunity to score those goals because he can just fire that thing on net. He always seems to find net. Um, and yeah, I know. But yeah, if he gets the forty, I'll tell you that's uh, it's quite a story. It really is. Like even to this point, it's quite a story. Mooner, I'll uh, let you enjoy your evening here in Vegas. I appreciate you checking in and updating what's going on at practice today. I uh, look forward to talking to you on the Faceoff show tomorrow, buddy. Going to be a fun night. Can't wait, Reed. Can't wait. All right. That is my good buddy, Cam Moon, checking in from Vegas. 3.30 Faceoff show tomorrow. Furnace Family Weathers Hockey. The game will start at 5. Okay. 
I teased it. Now we're going to do it. Oilers trivia for a pair of tickets to a uh, game of your choice sometime this season. I'm going to ask you a question now. You can call in, and then uh, after the commercial break, I will take your answers live on air. So, and, and we'll, uh, you know, the first person to get it right gets the tickets. 7804960063. Who was the last Edmonton Oiler not named Leon Dreisaitl or Connor McDavid to get a hat trick? So, besides Leon and Connor, who was the last Oiler to get a hat trick? 7804960063. Talk to you in a few minutes. question is excluding dry and mcdavid excluding those two guys who is the last edmonton oiler to get a hat trick a couple of tickets to a future oilers home game on the line 7804960063 hello derek welcome to inside sports how are you doing yeah good derek. how are you good this, derek do you know the answer this, yeah it's um i believe ryan Nugent hopkins Unfortunately, Derek, it is not Ryan Nugent Hopkins. That is a good guess. And quite frankly, if someone had asked me this question, that probably would have been my guess. But it is not the Nuge. So we will go to Judy on line two. Judy, besides the two big guns, who's the last order to get a hat trick? Yamamoto. It is not Kyler Yamamoto, who uh, does not have a hat trick in the National Hockey League. Hopefully he gets one someday. We will uh, try now with, uh, we're going to need more people calling in. We, we will go, to, I, I made it too hard again. I always do this. We will go to Michael. Michael, who's the last Oiler, not Dreisaitl, not McDavid to get a hat trick? I'm crossing my fingers. Is it Jordan Eberle? It is not Jordan Eberle. It's more recent than that. Uh, it's someone who has been on the team. Is, Kellen, do we have more people calling in? I, I hope so. Seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three six three. So this is where I get to fill. You know what? I'm not going to give any hints. I, I could give a hint, but I'm not going to because those three people uh, didn't have a hint. But uh, well, yeah, I was going to say something else. I'll just I'll just leave it at that. Bl- sorry, Blair. Blair. All right, Blair. Go ahead. What's the answer? Uh, is it Cassian? It is not Zach Cassian. It isn't okay. Sorry, Kellen. Pete, Pete, who is it? Who scored a hat trick? Is it Sam Gagne? It is not Sam Gagne. It is not Sam Gagne. Okay, we're getting some interesting guesses. Seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. Hopefully, somebody's googled it by now. The last Oiler hat trick scored by someone other than Drysaddle or McDavid. We, we still got time to get more people in here before the news. Sam is on the line. Sam, it's do you James, remember? James Neal. It is James Neal. Do you remember what game it was in? No, I don't. That's okay. You're right anyway. Uh, <laughs> so, I, I, I now did you know that right away, or were you thinking um, about it or I, what? I had to think about it, and uh, I was thinking Jordan Eberle, and I said, no, it's got to be James Neal in that one crazy early two months he scored all those points it was actually a little after that we got the highlights yeah. right here sam stay on the line kellen roll the neil hat trick 
Here's Cassian twisting it in front, poked home by James Neal. And the Oilers, who gave up a goal in the first 11 seconds on Monday, score 11 seconds in. Neal, his 17th. David Nugent Hopkins and Neal, the net front present, shot score. Left bomb, threw it on net, and I believe James Neal got a piece. Centering pass, one-timer score. Hat trick, James Neal, his second of the year. And here comes the headgear. Edmonton blowing the Rangers out on New Year's Eve. Five, nothing. December 31st, 2019, the Oilers built up a 6-0 lead on the Rangers and barely won the game. They took a 7-5. James Neal had a hat trick. Now, I, I have some, a little surprise for you. I found two more Oilers tickets, and we'll give those away at 20 after 7. 6.30 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 6.30 Chad.